Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Long lost. DJ T beats is back two episodes in a row. And it sets the mood. It gets us right where we need to be with the news and the live broadcasting. Oh my goodness, is this a routine? Is that what you would call this? Few days in a row? I don't know about you. I don't know how you want to spend your weekdays. Maybe right here with us. It's possible. Better late than never. Top story of the day, Gucci releases a $980 case for your $549 AirPods Max. Uh yeah. Well, a lot of people didn't like the original case. <laughs> the purse case, as it was. Like a bra or something? Oh, yeah, that's right. The original one, they're like, wait, that's not even a case because it's not fully covering it. Yeah. Uh, this took the purse case idea and ran with it. It's hard to believe that's real. That's a real thing. I look at it now, and it it, it looks like it's from the metaverse or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, somebody's carrying some hu a human in this dimension. Uh, yeah, is carrying that today or whenever it comes out. If you weren't a fan of Apple's smart case that comes with AirPods Max, high end. Like, by the way, you got quiet there. Do you know somebody that's carrying this around or what? Uh, I mean, I w I wouldn't mind carrying it. You're gonna carry that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I mean, quiet there. I was uh. Just a, just a cool 980 for Willie Do. Monthly payments available. <laughs> Financing. I'll take that off. Oh, man. That's when you know you got a problem. Yeah. You know you got a problem. AirPods Max high-end luxury brand Gucci is here with its own case for the headphones. The Ophidia case. It sounds so... I'll pay 980 for the name. Online exclusive that brings vintage and contemporary together through its archive-inspired design elements. Playing with the contrast between past and present. The inside of the accessory is printed with hodernum. Hodiernum. Hodiernum. Well said. A Latin word that means belonging to the present day. Okay, here, let me say something right now. Mm. If a guy on YouTube or TikTok or wherever the people are in 2022 had have taken a Gucci bag and then rearranged it in such a fashion through craftsmanship into mm. a headphone case. We all would have appreciated such things. Yeah, say. exactly. Oh, yeah, it's a master. Um, and I and then I feel so fulfilled because I watched him do it. And, you know, he's like little rivets and stitching and he's got... Uh, the nice noises. So then... Yeah. Including just the noise of the room, like the hum of the fluorescent light. Just like, and he's in South Korea or wherever he would be. Sure, you know? yeah. Korea. No, there's a guy that, that does that. In South Korea? No, there's an actual guy. He takes old bags and like redoes them. Oh, okay. Modernizes yeah, them. Yeah. I don't know if he's in South Korea. I don't know why that stood out to me. I felt like he was, but he might mm -hmm. not be. I mean, he could be. He might be around the corner as far as I know. Sure, yeah. He might be next door. It's Peter McKinnon. It's, I'm pretty sure it's Peter McKinnon. <laughs> yeah. Now that you reminded me. Uh, that said, okay, let's order this up. Well, let's. Uh, can we order it right now? Online exclusive. What happens? Add to shopping bag. Your selection is available for immediate purchase online. 
That must be U.S. dollars. Look, it's not even it working. Is, yeah. You see, they're getting bombarded here. You're adding to the shopping bag. It's not even working. Yeah. Anyway, we'll order it after the show, and we'll do a comprehensive, in-depth, a deep dive on this uh, new development, new exciting development. Mm -hmm. Did you have anything you want to say about that, Jack? I see you looking at the TV over there. Uh, the, the purse there, the uh, headphone. Go ahead, Jack. Well, I just saw that the uh, the AirPods Max are uh, 550 right now. They're only 550. Always. USD. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were that cheap. Okay, this is uh, this is getting out of control. <laughs> First sorry. of all, Will's buying this, and those are cheap to Jack. So what do you guys... You're balling out of control here. You're basically uh, I'll buy a, a flashing yeah. uh, cash, like a couple of wrappers over here. Well, because I saw that they were on sale on Amazon for 100 bucks off. Oh, okay. But no. they were advertised at a different price than that, so anyway. Yeah. Well, this one's more uh, more your style here, Jack. This is the Motor Trend Imaginative Apple Car Autonomous Ride Share. You ready to share some rides, Jack? Save the environment? Absolutely not. <laughs> Come on, you're commuting. There's somebody coming this way in the morning. You can get in there and chat it up first thing in the morning. <laughs> It'd have to be the same person. It can't be like a, a Russian roulette with random Because you can't be starting fresh every day. Yeah. yeah. Casper's and, biting his leg. Yeah. Oh, right. Thing. Casper's not going <laughs> to like that. wouldn't like that at all. Mm. <laughs> Just barking yeah, in his ear the whole Oh, you got to team up. You, uh, you know, you it's called having a relationship, Jack. You make a Is relationship. That, yeah, that? that's what you do. You say, hey, how you doing? Uh, how about the How about the cold weather? Canadian man. That sounds horrific. <laughs> anyway, okay, so they imagine an Apple car. Uh, many have attempted to imagine mm -hmm. an Apple car, including Willie Do himself, who has uh, in the past made all kinds of headlines for his various yeah. designs. I heard it's going to go in production. Your version. Yeah. Yeah. So we just those got are the out okay. there. But Motor Trend. Apparently, they missed Will's design because had they seen it, they would have skipped this altogether. Been like, it's done, it's wrapped up. Yeah, what a shame. It's all figured out. But they wanted to take their own shot at it. Uh, actually, we're reading it on Apple Insider, but originally, this is from Motor Trend. Uh, back, they're back to rehash their initial predictions for Apple's yet announced Apple car, this time updating it to the inevitable autonomous future. So, this car, you're going further in the future. I mean, look at the Look at the buildings behind it. I mean, you're quite a ways in the future there. Mm. Apple's still around. They still got trillions to blow. The new report is, once again, a think piece that collates a collection of rumors into Motor Trend's best guess at what Apple might have in the works. Uh, Amazon has the Zooks, and that, that's like their vehicle rumor, futuristic thing. Uh, Apple debated acquiring the startup behind canoe lifestyle vehicle which will was a big fan of mm. it's like a living room on wheels it was like a rectangular jay leno went in it remember that one yeah you go fishing in it you go fit yeah, yeah you go fishing yeah. in it uh however motor trend uh, they they uh they took it a, a slightly different way i mean it's kind of canoe inspired but like look at this thing it looks kind of like an airplane slash spaceship uh you got a lot of leg room I'll tell you that and, and instead of looking at a screen are you, i think you're looking at a plant there's a plant in there. Yeah. Um, looks like a, it doesn't look like a bonsai tree, but kind of does. It's a, it's like a bonsai tree lettuce hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With 
which I never knew. It's a new variant. You it's could just eat it. It's in the future. So it's nutrients that are growing. Mm -hmm. Solar powered. Um, I don't know that it's going to... They, I feel like they're looking too far to the future, but maybe that's the idea here. They're, they're, maybe it's not Gen 1 Apple car. They're looking at like where mm -hmm. it goes eventually. The seats look relatively comfortable. Uh, I'm trying to picture uh, the, the ride share scenario. I feel like people want to own their Apple products. Mm. Um, is the ride sharing thing taking off? I don't listen. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's cool looking nonetheless. It d definitely has... Some kind of like aircraft feeling to me. Yeah, and if you take out the wheels, it looks like it could just hover away. Exactly. And actually, that's a little foreshadowing mm. for another story that's going to come up in the okay, show yeah. in a few short moments. Uh, sticking with Apple for a second, Microsoft says that if Apple isn't stopped now, its antitrust behavior will just get worse. Uh, this comes from Microsoft, who they've had their own mm. uh, history of antitrust uh, accusations. I think, I mean, I feel like they were found guilty of such things in the past. I think mm. they may have even paid fines or something. Well, sure. Uh, Microsoft has filed an amicus brief supporting Epic Games. Microsoft goes with Epic in its appeal against Apple and argues that the potential antitrust issues stretch far beyond gaming. Ooh, they're piling on. This is kind of like the Joe Rogan thing, except instead of Neil Young, it's Microsoft. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you get out of there, Apple. Let Epic do what they want. As Epic continues to file its appeal against the 2021 ruling that chiefly favored Apple, interested parties have been contributing supporting filings to the court. Notably, those have included U.S. Attorney General, uh, but now Microsoft has joined in on the side of Epic Games. So they were once the antitrust... Uh, accused, and now they are the accusers of such mm. antitrust. They say, see, we know better than anybody because we've been there, because we know how to antitrust. Mm. <laughs> Learn from the yeah. greats, I guess. Yeah, we previously were, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Mm. Oh, go back up right there. Descri describing what it calls Apple's extraordinary gatekeeper power. Microsoft joins Epic Games. Yeah, gatekeeper power will be because of the App Store. That's what it's all about, ultimately. And I think, ooh, okay, let's go into full-blown prediction. Con maybe not conspiracy theory, but remember when we were looking at Samsung's invitation for the upcoming S22 event that they're going to be hosting, mm. and they used the term Epic in the one line, in the tagline. Subliminal. So what if, as a, another shot at Apple, they make this big announcement about some sort of uh, collaboration with Epic, some sort of approval of Epic, seeing as how you could still get their games on Samsung's own store, as I mentioned to you previously, mm. and you could kind of bypass the giants that are Apple and Google for payments, uh, what if that also leads to their contribution to this particular appeal? And much like Microsoft, they write their own letter and say, yeah, we agree. Apple's, Apple's uh, behaving badly. We'll have to wait and see, of course, but that event is happening relatively soon. Can you give me a reminder? What is that? February what? Are we doing the Samsung thing? Uh, Monday? Um, is it that soon? I think. It's coming up. I'll tell you that. Or wait. 
Am I getting confused as to this when the phones are arriving? Easy, Jack. You're spilling the. Uh, you're spilling the. the I, I, Will signed <laughs> embargoes here, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're dead. February tenth <laughs> at zero a.m. KST. So I don't know. Maybe we'll, Will. Do you want to go live on this channel? We could during that event yeah. next Thursday. Next next Thursday, join us here for a once in a lifetime opportunity to see what Samsung's tagline and epic reference was all about. And then and then. Followed up with the unboxing video right after. That's Jack right there. <laughs> Don't you forget Where's my it. camera? That's Jack. Yeah, look straight. Look right into their soul, Jack. There you right go. After. Right after. Right after. The unboxing video will be right after. right after. Don't miss it. Maybe a giveaway, Will? Ooh, a little hand gesture? There you Could. Goes. Yeah, it's possible. Wills, it wills. Anything's possible. Anything, yeah. anything is possible in the future. 500 hertz PC monitor prototype is... The fastest panel ever, Chinese panel maker claims to surpass the 360 hertz uh, with enhanced thin film transistor tech. Hey, Will, are your eyeballs spotting the difference? Come on. I can't really see anyways. Right. Or, or here. You're falling apart. I know, yeah. Yeah. Old. Yeah. You, you, um, things used to work. But knowing that there's 500 hertz out there as a PC monitor, I don't mind that. Neither do I. I, I, like, listen, how does this stuff uh, develop? Uh, pressure, competition, uh, bragging rights? Okay, fine. Yeah. You're fine. I'm not mad. Uh, I realize that there are diminishing returns with anything uh, that is a, a mature technology. I mean, we've seen it across so many product segments where something ac across the board, a product category just gets so good mm -hmm. and it becomes hard to find anything to talk about. It's like, I don't know, mine's good enough. Um, we're kind of getting there when it when it comes to gaming monitors, uh, but you don't know what they learn from approaching these technologies. Sure, it might be bragging rights at first, but then later you might find some sort of use that we hadn't previously perceived. Mm -hmm. uh, whether that's figuring out a way through shrinking certain tech to get higher refresh rates in laptops, or possibly all the way down to tab yeah. tablets and other devices. I'm just glad someone is doing the development, as you are. Yeah, you want to push the boundaries. I think this is actually really good for VR, because you don't get the motion sickness if there's a higher hertz. Five, what I heard. 500 times per second. Yeah. Oxide that's, semi that's great. <laughs> oxide semiconductor display technology has the advantages of high mobility, low off-state current, okay, so battery life, I would mm -hmm. presume, simple process technology, and large size which can meet the dual needs of future product quality improvement and energy consumption reduction and has become an inevitable trend in technology and market developments. Cool. All right. Uh, oh, right now it looks like it's a 13 inch, a 13 point. They're also working on a 13.3 inch 4k one. Uh, but it's unclear if those will carry forward the 500 Hertz that they were showing off with the 27 inch monitor in a laptop. That'd be pretty wild as well. I'm sure we'll see it. It's going to be here with a big sticker on it. 500 Hertz. Mm -hmm. uh, step your gaming up. It's time to succeed. It's time to finally win. Exciting. Tesla recalls 53,822 cars because they won't stop at stop signs. The government is not happy with the software's rolling stop function. Are we talking about the uh, autopilot features? I believe so, yeah. Tesla's controversial hands-free driver assistance system is the subject of yet another safety recall. In November, the automaker had to recall nearly 12,000 cars after a software update affected some of them. 
And now this rolling stop feature leads to another 53,000. The issue mm. affects the Model 3, Y, S, and X running firmware 2020.40.4.10 or newer. I don't know. Is that me? That's probably me, right? Mm-hmm. Partis or, oh, and participating in the full self-driving beta program. Well, mine stops. Does mine stop at stop sign? Red lights for sure. I think it's give it a shot. I think it's I think it's a rolling stop. I think I'm part of the problem here. Yeah. Uh, the software allows selectable moods for the car's driving style, chill, average, and assertive. Uh, I believe I have those. The last one of those is the problem. In assertive mode, if a Tesla approaches a four-way stop intersection at less than 5.6 miles per hour and it detects no other road users or pedestrians near the intersection, it will carry on traveling at that speed instead of coming to a complete stop at the stop sign. Is oh, it? geez. I think it's going to fail the driver's test. Yeah, that's, that's no good. You got to come to the complete stop, Jack. Mm -hmm. Although I bet you there's been a time where you didn't. I always don't. I, I was actually going to say that. Like, yeah. Do you guys ever, unless there's another car there yeah. that has the right of It depends on the location because there's locations where I spotted cops before and then I'm really cognizant of mm -hmm. those corners. Um, but I don't really... It's, I don't go through a lot of stop signs in my neighborhood before I get home. Mm. So, but I probably still don't completely stop. It's probably more of a rolling thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm wondering if this is um, like a human programmed thing, like through machine learning, or was it programmed Whoa. to like actually do this? Whoa. Terminator. Just based on like the the routes that they take and like the behavior. Yeah. So you're saying, yeah, yeah. You're saying user inputs become. I don't. Right, I don't yeah. think they're at that. I think it has to get approved. I think at some okay, point. Okay. So this well, is just uh, like a bug. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I would think that they're gonna uh, tidy this one up. Because people do that. Just the rolling stops and oh, people, too many people do that. I find. Well, Jack just uh, yeah. confessed. Confessed. Yeah. To such activities, and I'm sure if you were being honest, you'd do the same. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done it once or twice. Yeah. Oh, once or twice. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I mean, well, we know what he means, Jack. Yeah. I find when I... Lines. That means all the time. Yeah. I, I find when I actually do come to a full stop when I have to, it feels very unnatural. I'm just like, wow, this is mm. this is taking a while. It's like, oh, that's more foreshadowing. The complete stop, wait for an upcoming clip. The com Just remember that, the complete stop. Go ahead, head to the next one, Well. Okay. Warren Buffett would be richer than Elon Musk if he hadn't donated stock worth $111 billion today. Mm -hmm. hmm. That's an interesting uh, little find there. I know himself, he's kind of with the Gates way of it. Like, Gates and him, are they pals? They kind of were doing similar things for a while. Sure. Flip-flopping world's richest and then philanthropy. Yes. You like that word, Will? Philanthropy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, people. I mean, well, not what it means, just the word. Yeah. Yep. It's a bit much, I don't know. Do you think it's too much for the actual I don't know. I, uh, definition? Whatever, it's fine. Okay, yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I take it back. All right, so yeah, it, uh, basically he's been giving away money for a while. As people get older in life, very rich people tend to do this by the looks of it. Warren Buffett's net worth at $113 billion, half Elon's. If he hadn't donated 111, he'd be richer than, I mean, yeah. 111 billion dollars <laughs> donated. I guess that's what it would have been worth today, but at the time it was less. Is that what they're saying? It's a, this is a very hard calculation because presumably he would have had to sell interests and investments mm. as opposed to currency 
So you couldn't necessarily, if you really wanted to get granular with it, you'd have to look at the appreciation in those assets yeah. over that time. So it's probably even more, unless Business Insider did the math. Mm -hmm. But if it was one-to-one -one currency, then then yeah, that would also, because of inflation, that'd be more as well. Uh, the Berkshire Hathaway CEO has a net worth of 113. They said 100. Yeah, okay. Um, if Buffett hadn't donated, Buffett owned nearly 400. There, here we go. 475,000. Berkshire A shares in 2006 when he pledged to give 99% of his fortune to good causes. He has almost halved his holdings to about 239,000 shares since then, slashing the value of his Berkshire stake to 112 billion. Um, yeah, you know what's funny about this guy? He this is the guy I saw like I don't know if it was a documentary or whatever, but he, he it's not the most lavish lifestyle this guy specifically. Mm. Did you see that? He yeah. goes to McDonald's every day. Yeah. And if it's a good day or a bad day, is only the difference if he gets an egg McMuffin or not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Which is insane if you really think about it. Like, that's <laughs> but it's I guess the that's little how things the in rich life get rich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but actually, Elon is a little weird himself. Uh, he's living in like a fifty thousand dollar house mm -hmm. or whatever the rumor was. I mean, obviously, he has other assets. He did have one house in uh, San Francisco, which he said he was going to sell. Uh, and he's in his jet all over the place. Whereas my understanding is, uh, I, I, I'm sure Buffett travels, but it, he seems like a small town type of guy over there in Omaha. Mm -hmm. uh, not the most glamorous setup, but yeah. you read about his life story and he was, the, the, he was uh, hustling from a very young age, door to door, nice. just, you know, working, grinding. But now he's, give, he's gonna give it all away at some point here. Mm -hmm. The teen who demanded 50000 from Elon is now targeting more billionaire jets. All right, so this story we covered previously, it has continued to develop. There was an offer made. Okay, quick recap. This uh, uh, this uh, kid, why, why, why is it a kid? Teen? Is his name Jack Sweeney? Uh, is it? Yes. yes. That's, such yeah. a, that's the name of the guy that would do something like this. Mm. Like track billionaire's jets. So are you, I can't tell if you're happy that he has the same name as you or if no, you're not. I just feel like in general, Jack Sweeney, regardless of, of regardless. being my name, yeah. Okay. Just, just seems like that. Kind the of combination of Jack and Sweeney, and Sweeney yeah, together Sweeney. is that creates the character in mm -hmm. the movie that yeah. you're, that would, that is doing this. Okay. There he is. He's got a pick there. So Profile pick. he, he, uh, you know, did the work to create this bot that using public data is capable of tracking Elon's private jet. And people, they just loved it, obviously, as you're aware. People, how many followers does he have on Elon Jet? W uh, which is a great Twitter handle, by the way. You got your Elon Jet. Uh, very straightforward, too. 286,000 followers who are following the coordinates of Elon's jet at any given time. Well, mm -hmm. that's what happens when you have 70-plus million followers is people get interested in all kinds of things about you, including... And and all the investors and such that think they're going to get some inside scoop on your next big deal or project based on where your jet happens to be traveling to or what you're doing with it. Uh, anyway, Elon didn't like it. Eventually, he said it was a security concern, and he attempted to have the Twitter account taken down, and he offered Jack Sweeney $5,000. Now, it's important to note 
He's using publicly available data. He's just putting, he's just using this bot in order to mm-hmm. make it digestible information that the average person would, would keep track of instead of going and following these things themselves uh, inside of these, uh, what is it? A, what, what, are, what is the name of these? ADB, or that's, ad, is that an ad in the bottom corner? Anyway, whatever. It's these like aircraft style uh, tracking software that most people wouldn't know how to operate, I guess. We did something similar for uh, the Kawhi Leonard stuff. We were tracking his flight. His flight. That's right. Back to well, Toronto. I mean, not us, but like you mean there was like a community in Toronto, or you were doing it. We were doing it in the office. I don't recall taking part yeah. in such things. But yeah, Vin came in and he had the. Well, Vin. I mean, yeah. Vin's a different story. Yeah. If, if Vin was tracking flights, but anyway, this but, is a consistent thing. It's not a one-off. He's he's tracking every movement. No, I know, but it, it if you go back to his flight pass. Go to the one above this one. So they're they're seeing that, uh, or that maybe it's the next one up. How we did a loop, mm-hmm. that one there, looks like they're working on something or trying to mess with us. So they're going up and coming back down. This is the second flight that looks like this now. Looks like they're trying to mess with us. What they're taking a flight just to mess with them? Maybe they're testing stuff out to see if they can become invisible to this software or. Hmm. Mm. I don't like that theory. Uh, don't don't you do you think with aircraft they ever run just the test a test run if they maybe just made a repair or something? Is that not a common? Where, where's my aviators at? I wouldn't know. Uh, that looks like a very, uh, like a very pleasing shape that they made there. It looks like a mm-hmm. circuit for a race, uh, mm. like a car race or something. Right. Anyway, so whatever. Yeah, he's tracking the flights and. Uh, Elon jumps into the DMs and offers five thousand dollars for him to take it down. He said uh, he made a joke about not wanting to be stalked, basically. Mm-hmm. And the guy turned around, counter offered, and he said, "I'll take either an internship, fifty grand, or a Model Three. I think were some of the offers." Mm-hmm. And Elon didn't reply to that. So the new news is that now. This guy's targeting other billionaires in this scheme, mm-hmm. which now I start to feel a little, it was kind of maybe, it felt one way for a second, and then you're like, huh, now, now you picture the Twitter handle, billionaire jets. Right. The thing is, people don't feel bad for billionaires <laughs> being tracked. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I think he'll get a lot of sympathy from people. They say, hey man, do your thing. But he also, like, is it the business plan? You track enough billionaires, someone's going to give you 50 grand to get off your index. Uh, Very interesting business model over here. But I don't know. I guess it's publicly available information. You got to decide where you stand on it. He just took that information and made it more digestible. That's not really, I don't, it doesn't seem to me he's breaking any rules. Couldn't he just, like, send other business associates or friends and use that jet and he uses a completely different jet like or does he have to like register his jets um yeah and whoever happens to be on it like a, a flight manifest right. yeah which one is elon on like, I, I don't know i feel this, like there's got to be ways around it where he could be in a secret jet no he's probably knows. working on it right now yeah. to be honest he's probably working on a way around it and here's the other thing the billionaire jet tracking guy how do you even know he's going to hold up his end of the bargain you give him the 50 grand yeah. He didn't break any rules. Are you drafting an agreement here? Are you sending him crypto? What are you doing? Yeah. And then 
anyone who's paying attention, if he gets paid, there's going to be so many new bots that pop up because the ransom worked. So mm. we'll see. What, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what the other billionaires do if they care as much. Real mm -hmm. quick, shout out to Fotis. Thanks, uh, Fotis, for a little uh, super chat. Yeah, thank you, Fotis. Later, FM. Yeah, let's go. I like it. Uh, I'm sure you saw this news, Jack. Tom Brady has made his retirement from the NFL official after 22 seasons. I mean, official. Uh, do you think he's actually retired? Is this the end of Tom Brady? Uh, I mean, he's pretty old. Yeah. It's crazy, his his career. It's Unbelievable. It's you wouldn't believe it. If someone wrote a story and, yeah. and Tom Brady was the main character, he'd say, this is too much. Yeah. You say, yeah, you've you would a little turn, far. Yeah, you would turn off the movie. You'd be like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you mean? He's, uh, how old Seven is he? Seven Super Bowls. How, how old is he right now? 44? 44 sounds right to me. And he's still performing at that caliber. Obviously has had more success than anybody in the sport. I don't even know if it's arguable, really. I think so. I think the only argument that exists now is as far as like goat versus goat topic of including people from other sports to compare who is the greatest, let's say, athlete of all time. Mm -hmm. You could include... Uh, Brady in there. You could include Michael Jordan. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Uh, some people. I'm trying to think. Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. Uh, a tennis player, uh, Serena Williams. Yeah, or or uh, uh, Roger Federer. Yeah. So we're just in late. We're just naming yeah. the best athletes ever right now. Maybe could you throw Tony in Tony Hawk? Hmm. No sure. one. No one throws that in. Tony Hawk. Because that's. The, t the tough one with that is, like, accepted competition platform, ongoing league. Yeah, it's not in there. It's hard to... Yeah. They had the X Games and stuff, but... Uh, George St. Pierre or Khabib? Wow. Well, didn't St. Pierre do it longer? Like, I think he defended his title yeah. a few more times, but he also lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He also lost, so... Also I've, Mayweather. Shout oh, out to Mayweather. right. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather. Yeah. yeah, you got to yeah. get Floyd in there. Yeah. Oh, Man, we're forgetting. It's it's hard to remember everybody, but the thing I think about football, it's such a popular sport, and uh, so, it's a wear and tear sport on the body. It's not the sport you would pick to play at 44. People are saying uh, Messi, Ronaldo. Oh, my God. How did we? Oh, we forgot the real football. Babe Apo Ruth. Apologies, everybody in Europe and every soccer player yeah, slash apologies. football player ever. Yes. And what about Messi baseball? and Ronaldo? Oh, Babe baseball. Ruth. Babe, yes. Okay. Pete Rose, Lewis Hamilton for car uh, racing. People are doing a way better job than us here in the chat. Yeah. And it's just, well, it's a lot to remember. But as you're saying it, I'm thinking, I can't believe uh, that we missed that. Baseball's harder, though. Now that you, I hear you say Babe Ruth, I'm like, I don't think it's undisputed in baseball. No, I don't think it is either. The GOAT. Anyway, in football, it appears to be relatively undisputed now. Uh, but anyway, this is uh, the retirement of Tom Brady. Uh, 44 years old, it seems like a good time. You're not, uh, you're still performing at a high level. Yeah. Which is nice to kind of go out. I mean, you mm -hmm. could have said he could have gone out after the last championship, but he had a lot, he had some left in the tank. I mean, they played well this year. Um, You know what, what was interesting? He had this like nine page, you know, thanks and retirement message. And nowhere in there did he mention any of the, um, uh, of the New England Patriots. Like nobody, and he literally mentioned like his assistant quarterback coach from the Bucks, right? And there was no mention of 
Belichick. And then I think, and then I think later today, uh, the Patriots put out their own message saying thank you to, to Tom Brady, and he responded to that saying thanks to them. Oh, uh, okay, mm. okay. But I don't think in his original message did he ever mention them. Interesting. Interesting. Good find there, Jack. Yeah, yeah a little bitterness might still remain. Who knows? But, but who, why? Who, who, knows I, what, I, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I, I wasn't aware that there was, but maybe I guess there was. Inside the clubhouse, who knows yeah. what goes on. India plans to regulate cryptocurrencies with a hefty 30% tax on gains. Uh-oh, Willie Doo's going to go uh, running. He's running. Stop running, Will. Get your 30 points in there. I mean, you're not in India, but you were asking me just yesterday. You're like, Lou, do I have to pay tax? What do I have to do? Remember that? Yeah, I was it's like, still yeah. very confusing. It's like, you got to pay, man. You're paying. Yeah, every transaction. They want it. They're coming for you. Yeah. India's government on Tuesday announced plans to impose a 30% tax on income gained from digital assets like cryptocurrencies and non-fungible tokens in a move that will assuage, assuage? What a word. Mm. Well done. Earlier concerns about the country imposing an outright ban on crypto. Oh, okay. So possibly what an, at first sounds like negative crypto news mm. is possibly, possibly positive crypto news because they say, well, look, they didn't outright ban it. They just want a piece. Yeah. Government just wants a piece. You know how governments work. They just want a piece, Will. Like, hey, don't forget about us. You can't go create your own thing without us. 30% though? They're like, look at our fancy building over here. Oh. This historic building that we're standing in. Yeah. No matter. It's a lot. No matter where this government happens to be, they're like, this stuff costs money mm. over here. They're like, you see the road you're driving on? That costs money right there. And you're like, Does it, is it really 30% though? How much are you getting paid? Yeah. Can't you pay with your crypto? They're like, no, 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 no. They're no, like, no, no, no. You best uh, give us that crypto. We'll figure it out. That's how it works, right? And uh, there's all kinds of benefits you get. I mean, I don't know what the current uh, feeling is in relationship to leadership in India, but uh, my understanding is that there's been some moves that we've touched on here on the show as far as uh, uh, bringing more technology jobs into the country and incentivizing... Uh, like huge tech companies to to set up roots there uh, domestic uh, domestically. So anyway, uh, they the crypto thing has been has been a sensitive one, not just in India but everywhere. And everyone's kind of waiting for, waiting to figure out how like what the restrictions and regulations are actually going to be, and that's in every single country. And it's always the case with newly emerging tech, particularly anything that has to do with finance. Mm -hmm. uh, so they come out and say, not banning, we just want 30%. And presumably elsewhere, when it comes to uh, unrealized gains, and it, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to eventually fall into the same bracket as investments and, and other things. For sure. So it's only a matter of time. You're going to see more of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Real quick, uh, Tali House uh, contributed to the chat a few times, and his comment was, Jim Thorpe was the greatest athlete of all time. Check the stats. And I'm on his Wikipedia, and apparently he's the first guy to win a gold medal for the U.S. in the Summer Olympics. Uh, he also played American football, professional baseball, and basketball. Okay. And this right guy's on. known to be, like, one of the best athletes of all time. All Shout time. out to the chat. It's a good call, and it's a variety of sports, which yeah. I like. But I don't know that most people are going to go there with you only because it's not really the way we watch sports. It's like across 
we we tend to think of it as the greatest in one specific thing. Maybe it's the wrong pers- perspective. Yeah. But now that he mentioned the Olympics, I thought of the other guy swimming, Phelps. He won a few gold medals. Yeah, Michael Phelps. And then I also think about the guy sprinting, Usain Bolt. Mm-hmm. He was dominant for, I don't know, my whole life. So uh, this one's out of left field. Speaking of baseball. Weather predicting Groundhog dies right before Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, no. What does that mean? You know how if he comes out and he goes back, it means something different, like winter's going to continue. What if he just dies? Then what? Is winter forever? The winter never ends. It's what? official, everyone. <laughs> That's it. Just winter, winter now. It's the apocalypse. Going on forever. One New Jersey groundhog passed away before it could even give the customary spring report. Milltown Mel told the people of his town when they could expect the seasons to change for six years. Central Jersey's reporting indicates that the lifespan for a groundhog is only about three years. So he lived a full life. Well, that's double. Double a full life. A double full. Double. It's like the Oreo. So I'm not really sure about these Groundhog Day Uh-oh. rules. Uh-oh. How does it work? Like, he got, Groundhog's he not going to be forever. They say, like, he sees his shadow or something, right? Yeah, he pops up, right. sees the shadow, and then, what, it's springtime? I think Jack must know some about this. <laughs> I, I actually don't, but that makes sense. He, he sees his shadow, and then it's spring. But wait a sec. Doesn't it have to do if he goes back inside or not, or he stays out for a bit? Here we go. According to tradition, if the groundhog comes out of its hole on this day and sees its shadow, it gets scared and runs back into its burrow, predicting six more weeks of winter weather. No shadow means an early spring. I mean, this is insane. The fact that we still do this. <laughs> Is in. I mean, we but we it's do tradition. We do wonky things, right? Up. Like we put the pumpkins out, and like we do we do crazy things. So whatever. Right. But uh, anyway, the thing is, I'm reading this story, and I'm like, okay, their lifespan is three years. These things are dying all the time. Mm. I mean, you can't have one of these guys for very long. That's what I mean. Like, uh, is there a retirement fund for these groundhogs? <laughs> like they yeah, should retire a, after two years, well, knowing that they're they're gonna die in maybe three well that's how uh that's what warren buffett's been doing with all his money it's the retirement fund for groundhogs (laughs) cost them 111 billion well they need restructuring because all all that money they need to figure out 111 billion just to support uh i also like something else in this article it says for now the groundhog wranglers left a message on the animal's facebook page explaining the situation i didn't even know there was a groundhog wrangler oh yeah that's a profession uh, it sounds like a fun thing to do, to be a groundhog wrangler. Look at them. I don't know. They're, uh, I see them from time to time. Uh, not this time of year, but I see them out on the grass, you know. Yeah, they're, they're cute. Doing groundhog things. Anyway, oh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, all right? Stay tuned. Stay locked. I mean, it's a really short break, and we got a lot more to talk about, including those things that I foreshadowed. All right. Today's sponsor is Purple. You... Uh, you spend a lot of time sleeping. Everybody does. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I've been paying a lot more attention to my sleep. I've been doing sleep tracking. I'm looking at the uh, the REMs and the deep and the light. All the different types of sleep that you're doing. And uh, it's important for doing your best while you're awake. It all starts with the sleep. And the thing is... A lot of people have suboptimal sleep setups. And in the past, you wouldn't even have thought of it as a setup. But I started to take it very seriously, like all the variety of parameters in the space 
the sounds, the com comforts, the pillows, the mattresses. And that's where Purple Mattress comes in. Because Purple Mattress is about to take your setup to the next level with their technology. Look at this. The Purple Grid. This, uh, these little cells, these little squares are incredibly compressible. Look at this. Wherever you apply pressure, it allows that to happen and then sort of like encapsulates whether it's your, I mean, he's using his hands in this particular demo. I wish that was my body there. I mean, it could be your, the could be your butt or it could be your shoulder blade. Yeah. I don't know how you like to sleep. I'm, uh, I move around a little bit. There's some stomach going on. There's definitely side going on, uh, but they call it no pressure support. And then the other thing is since the grid is kind of like passed through, also temperature comes into play because if you're one of these people, get you get hot while you're sleeping mm. or you wake up, you're like, why am I so hot? That's where this comes in. It creates four, 1,400 separate air channels. So they call it ultra breathable made from a temperature-neutral gel polymer to prevent nighttime overheating. So essentially what you end up with here is much better airflow coming through the mattress as opposed to traditional tech, which, if you've seen it before, is closed off. This, on the other hand, is not closed off. The grid also has elastic gel material, which immediately flexes to support your position and springs back into place as you readjust. So it's not gonna, it's not one of those things where you sink in and then can't get out or mm -hmm. where it creates like a permanent indentation. The stuff bounces back just like the demonstration. So I received the purple mattress and it's been quite incredible. It didn't take any time to feel adjusted. And even though it's been pretty cold outside, the way purple is built, it has a really breathable gel flex grid pattern. So you don't ever feel too hot or cold. Getting a great night's sleep starts with having a great mattress. Get Purple Mattress. Go to purple.com slash later and use the code later. For a limited time, you can get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash later. Code later for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com slash later. Promo code later. Terms of pride. Well, shout out to Willie Do there on the... Uh all the specs you need to hit in the ad, man. That's very impressive stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever really listened to you deliver that. That's, uh, you knocked that out of the park right there. Yeah, thanks. Denmark declares COVID no longer poses a threat to society. How about that for a headline? We've been seeing the alternative headlines for about 20 years now, feels like. Prime Minister Frederiksen says restrictions to end on February 1st. Infections at a record, but hospitalizations are easing. And uh, Denmark is kind of the first the first needle to drop, I guess, because there's uh, I've heard a couple of other countries in that region speaking similar about the easing of restrictions. Denmark will end virus restrictions next next week and reclassify COVID-19 as a disease that no longer poses a threat to society. The Nordic country, one of the most vaccinated in the world, won't extend the pandemic measures beyond January 31st. Denmark's decision on reclassifying the virus dramatically pushes forward an idea that's emerged recently in Europe that it's time to start thinking about COVID as endemic, en endemic rather than a pandemic. However, World Health Organization experts have warned against complacency. Those The, the World Health people are still... Mm. Uh, they're still worried. They're gonna. They don't. They're like, don't 
Don't fully move on yet. Stay ready. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I don't know. Around here, I'd say uh, starting maybe yesterday, a lot of stuff came back. Uh, like uh, the hockey was all called off, and then that's coming back. I got with the kids a couple tournaments coming up. Um, maybe we're on the other side of this thing. Even as Omicron uh, or Omicron surges, it just appears to um, uh, potentially like not be affecting people quite so much. And, and I guess at least in Denmark, uh, it sounds like they're, they're dealing with it mm. and the hospitalizations aren't so significant. So I don't know. Can, 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 is that good news? I mean, what do you guys think here? Good news? Yeah, a lot of people are sick of it. Mm. And this could be a good test to kind of see. What do you mean by that? Like if everything's open, there's no restrictions. Right. Then the society um, would be able to just be free. And it's kind of like a, <laughs> maybe like a testing ground, you know? Right. To kind of see if it gets worse. Oh, or I see what you're saying. Back. I see what you're saying. But I guess they're, they must believe that they have a big enough sample now to be able to project kind of sure. what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, what do they say? Seven. Yeah. I mean, look, it's spiking and they're still saying, uh, they're like, uh, everyone's getting it, right? Mm -hmm. It's just not as severe by the, by the appearance. Right? Now, by the way, this doesn't say that you can still get very sick. Obviously, you can still get very sick. Mm -hmm. we're, we're well aware of all those uh, scenarios, but it's these big pools of data, and I guess every country is entitled to its own approach to this, but I tend to think we're going to see more of this as uh, mm. in, in our short future, actually. Jack's not touching it. No, I was going to say I'm down to move to Denmark right now. I mean, yeah. that oh, okay. Pretty good. All right. I thought you weren't touching it with a 10-foot pole. You're like, what is the word in the headline? Uh, I'll just be over here for a bit. Get back to me later. Lightning bolt stretching 477 miles over three U.S. states sets world record. Absolutely extraordinary. 477 miles. A, a single lightning bolt. Mm -hmm. I think it's stretched from Texas to... Mississippi. Oh, whoa. That is some distance, Will. I mean, it's not a thing I ever would have thought about. What is the world's longest ever lightning bolt? Mm. Now I'm going to tell my kids this. I'm going to get home and I'm going to say, you know what happened recently? World's longest lightning bolt ever from Texas to Mississippi, Will Do told me. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. It's a good fact. It's definitely, uh, it's not, like I said, it's not something you, you tend to think about. I know there's different types of lightning. Like sometimes you have a distinctive bolt. Other, other times you have like a sheet lightning where the whole thing flashes. Mm. And then I remember uh, somebody screaming in a video clip about ball lightning. Have you ever heard of that? It looks like a little ball. And then, and then people, people that sit. scary. Okay, so, so there's like a whole thinking that a lot of times people think that they spot a UFO. It's actually ball lightning. Hmm. Just floating around. It's just the shape of it, the way that the lightning appears. It looks like an orb, sort of. Uh, Do we have a, an example? Yeah, we'll give him an example of some ball lightning here. Uh, have you ever seen a UFO, Jack? That yes, I have. Ball lightning, no, but UFO, yes. Really? <laughs> what did it look like? Describe it. Um, you know the usual big head. Small body. You're talking about aliens. I said UFO. <laughs> <laughs> the ship? Are you went the same thing? No. Uh, UFO is an unidentified flying object. 
Oh right? yeah, it's that's oval what, it, shape. what it stands for. So uh, it would be like you saw a spaceship. Uh, oh, alien! I'm more interested in that story. If you've actually encountered one of those, would they probe you? What, what yeah. happened? <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Okay. So anyway, yeah, you can see how it kind of looks the shape of a ball and floats around a little bit. There, there was one, I don't even remember what I was watching, but there was like one guy who was able to kind of create it in a lab and take photographs of it, and it looked even more convincing than that. So, uh, But this is, this is insane. WMO has verified two new world records for lightning. How, just so happens right now. Longest distance single flash, 477.2 miles across southern USA which is 60 kilometers more than the old record in kilometers at 768 kilometers and the greatest duration of lightning, 17 and a bit seconds over, mm. uh, what was it, Uruguay? Over yeah. Uruguay and northern Argentina. Argentina. So wow. we cool. have a, a sustained lightning record and a lightning distance record. Mm -hmm. And if anything else happens with lightning, Willie Doo's going to be the first to let you know. Yeah, I'm Any, the lightning... Fact checker. Any new lightning records, including the release of the Ford Lightning. Sure. Yeah. It'll be speaking of Ford Lightning, uh, how about Kanye's version of a Ford Lightning, which is not electric at all? The Diesel Bros bought a tank, a ripsaw EV2. Oh, EV, maybe it is electric. Dave Heavy D Sparks uh, tells TMZ that the partnership between Ye and the two friends, which are not real brothers, started a few years back. West team reached out to them to get some work done on his trucks, but unfortunately the timing never lined up. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So they finally came together to build this thing, $500,000, named Heavy D. Can you, is it on video or is it? Uh, it is. I don't want to show the whole thing. Oh, um, wait. But wait. it was in the music video. Okay. Of, uh, I think it's called Clothes on Sunday. Okay, we don't need the music video, but is there a video of just the vehicle? Uh, like that yeah. that clip at the top right here. Apparently oh, it's not loading. Apparently it decided not to load. It's like, are you filming right? It's like, are you live on Lou Later right now? Yeah. Probably won't load. Okay, here we go. Yep, you got it. Damn. With two uh, dirt bikes on the back. So what happened? Kanye gave it back? Were they making it for him, or was just a collab? No, he he bought it off the company. Okay, and uh, I guess it was for his music video and maybe him joyriding. But he decides to sell it hmm. to these guys. These okay, brothers. so but did the brothers build and the brother? It? Well, apparently these vehicles are really hard to get. Okay, they're really rare and really expensive. Um, but Kanye decides to sell it to him, and that's the story. <laughs> I just uh, think I got, it was I a got really you. cool car. I, when I was reading it, it sounded to me like they collaborated on it to build it. Because I, I mean, I don't think there's, but I guess I'm, I'm wrong here. This is a thing you buy that actually looks like that, right from the company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I checked out the website. They have different variations. Wow. But um, they are obviously amphibious. They don't and, look street uh, legal, though. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jack, how's that for a commuter right there? Would you be willing to do ride sharing in that thing? That I would. Yeah. Some people would be intimidated. That's fun. You roll up in that, you're like, I'm your, I'm your ride sharing partner. Yeah, if there was an accident, I would just go right off uh, the road. No, just go up over top the cars. Over yeah, the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just crush them. Yeah. No big deal, Jack. Yeah, like a monster truck. Nobody got a problem with that. That is very cool. Very cool. Half a million though. Uh, okay, now we have a fun tweet that blew up. 
275,000 uh, likes, 40,000 retweets, and 6,000 quote tweets. This is from NL underscore Vossi on Twitter. Drake going to drop some bars like, woman of my dreams having a baby, and I ain't responsible. When that shit get rocky, I hope she hit my line as soon as possible. Mm. You guys understand this, this uh, line right here? That's go poetic. Go ahead, go ahead, Jack. Just interpret it for the people. Well, the woman of his dreams, I guess, is Rihanna. Go on, Jack. Having a baby with ASAP Rocky. Go ahead. And he's saying, when that doesn't work out, hit me up. <laughs> Perfect. Is that right? I think yours sounded better than Drake, actually. <laughs> yeah, when that doesn't work out there, sweetheart. Please give me a call. Hit me. Why don't you do me a favor and hit me up? Give me a phone call. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly right, Jack. You've interpreted it perfectly. And will the line actually have... I think it's a bit too direct. It may have to have a little more subtlety to it than that. But it's true. It's quite, it's possible that we could see an upcoming record like this. And actually, you know what? From a marketing standpoint, it might not be a bad line to write. Because if you are able to sort of mobilize the group of people across this trifecta of individuals, right? You got ASAP Rocky, you got Rihanna, she's kind of a big deal, and then you got Drake, and you're able to make it seem like uh, you're, you know, you're emotional a little bit over this thing. Mm -hmm. Then you get the fans from all three listening up. They're like, let me go hear that line. So mm -hmm. I believe Drake should be paying attention. I believe uh, Drake owes NL Vossi on Twitter some credit here. And uh, he's got his next, his next song uh, figured out. Now, we were talking earlier about the Apple car interpretation looking like it was floating. And then mm. later on, we saw an absolutely insane uh, creation that Kanye was driving around before he sold it. But how about this? This may take the cake. This is Justin Bieber's new floating Rolls Royce. You want to give him a look at that, Will? Ooh. I mean, it's obviously not actually floating. It looks like it's floating because, oh, he drops to the ground. It's exactly what he wanted. So this was done uh, courtesy West Coast Customs. And I guess it was an, an idea that they had worked on for him. Wait a second. They had this, uh, they worked on his other uh, car before, right? This one. Which remember one? the old one? No, I don't remember the old one. I'm not up to date on... A, uh, on uh, his variety of vehicles. He's probably, got, oh, well, well, he's probably got a lot of them. This is the one. Okay, but is that street? I think we talked about is it. Is he driving? Like Does he ago. drive that? He uh, he collected it. Okay, because that one doesn't, that one is. looks a little too extreme to be driving that one. I, that might right. be more of a showpiece. I don't know. Are there seatbelts in that thing? Doesn't look like it. No. The new one might be a nice uh, hybrid of, of, uh, like it's based on a Rolls Royce, so like a Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce slash futuristic uh, looking thing, and they they just did. I mean, this is an incredible thing that they put together here. It took three years to build, and Justin Bieber is speechless. <laughs> he is collapsing over here. My God, he says, "Well, I would do exactly the same thing. I would also collapse." And with the cameraman just. Getting the right well, frame. It's just the detail and the work that goes into it. What's really happening is you are kind of experiencing three years worth of human attention to detail. Mm. And it's overwhelming. 
to know that something is so one of a kind, so bespoke, um, and it's on your behalf. Now, you know, granted, he paid for it. He paid probably a lot for it. But then also, I'm, I'm, I would be uh, cognizant of the fact that these guys have put so much effort in. I would want them to know that I, that I am into it. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I hope Justin looks at it the same way to a certain extent. Like if he comes in, he's like, yeah, cool. Okay. That's a problem, is it not? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, what is he going to do with it? Is he just going to drive it like a regular person? Take it to Well, I mean, th- what, what, what's, what's so strange, what's so interesting and strange about being this level of celebrity is that he's already getting recognized every move he makes. Now driving this thing, there is literally not a single person that is going to be exposed to this that isn't going to turn their head. Mm-hmm, and be exactly. aware and be looking. So it's a, everyone's just like that's Justin Bieber. I guess he'll have it around. and he can take it to like an award show or a special dinner or something. But then he can probably also maintain or keep some sort of more low key vehicle because that is the opposite of low key. Right. This guy in the comments said the turning radius is ninety meters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like the most nimble vehicle. That's yeah. for sure. He makes a great point there. Oh, here we have a, a nice little moment where uh, you have the uh, the person singing the anthem, mm. the national anthem, is having technical difficulties, and so and this is a huge football game. Look at look at the audience here. We got a we got a massive uh, audience. The, I think that's uh, it. Looks Kansas like City. it looks like uh, Arrowhead Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they fill in, and I hadn't seen the clip. I'm sure it's out there, but uh, they help out the artist that was attempting to sing the anthem but having difficulty. You can play it. Well, then you hear nothing. Man, that would be terrifying. You're standing there. Mm. That's But the crowd figures it out. There you go. They fill in. And then in a weird way, you might even have a more um, effective or inspiring kind of... uh, This, of course, you could turn it down now. This, of course, reminded me of... I think it was, was it the Raptors in the playoffs where they didn't have anybody? The guy would just get them started, then the crowd yeah. would do would do yeah. O Canada. And there's something about like the collective energy of an entire group singing a thing. Yeah. Which brings even more um power or I don't know. Yeah. Intensity. Something like that. It's also a very great song. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big fan of the uh, national anthem here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a classic. It, yeah. it means a it lot to... a great melody. It means a lot to a lot of people. And great lyrics. Part of, me, part of me wonders if these songs are great or if they just represent so much. We've heard them so many times yeah. that they, uh, you know, they have power because of that. But it's... You try to think of a song, any song, that 50,000 people in a stadium all know the lyrics to. Mm-hmm. Just one song. That's it. That's the only song. That's the only one, yeah. yeah. 
And there's nothing even close. Not even the Macarena. Well, they all, I mean, that's the other one. <laughs> I guess it's the lyrics. There's, I mean, the, the chorus. But what even is the chorus of Macarena? I don't want to sing it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is, uh, this clip is because of Jack's comment about coming to a complete stop at a stop sign. Because he claims that he never does it. Well, in this clip, what you're going to see is somebody who has no choice but to come to a complete stop oh, because boy. of the activity. Don't play it yet. Because of the activity of the drivers in front of them. And when they're forced to come to a complete stop, an unusual thing happens. Go ahead and play the clip. Roll the clip. Oh. Oh, <laughs> well, that guy's back window is open. No, it's not. It's shattered. It it's shattered. Oh, it's shattered. It's shattered, dude. Oh. So these two cars are kind of, I don't know if they're goofing around or what, but they, the definitely, so one guy is stopped in the middle of the road in the van. And then the other guy attempts to go around him because he's like, you can't stop here. It's a freeway we're on. Man, that looks familiar too. That kind of looks like Hong Kong. Mm. I don't know if it is or not, but anyway. And what is that? Just a bunch of dirt could be Taiwan or uh, yeah, it looks like dirt and gravel and a few stones. And so the guy in the car that tries to pull around, he gets to the far lane. The van finally starts to pick up, but the van also does something weird, which is try to pull into that lane as well. Mm. See how weird that was? So the guy's like, okay, I'll go around you fine. And then the van like, a, seems to want to take, occupy, the, go even earlier. The van's like, I'm going there too. Oh, yeah. It's very yeah. weird. Mm. But either way... Uh, this is, a, I suppose, some sort of a... And listen, anything can happen on the roads. Uh, there's a bunch of people driving around uh, giant metal objects and having to make decisions. But it's never a good idea uh, unless you absolutely have to to stop in a, in a freeway where cars are traveling that quickly. And this is a very unexpected consequence. But uh, I, I, I'm guessing that those... The individual in the van may never stop on a on a highway again mm -hmm. after this occurrence. I mean, this would be hard to forget, getting plastered like that by the Ugh. dirt flying out of the other car. Yeah, that's bad. People are saying in the comments it's Hong Kong. Oh, wow. Okay. That was a, it's a long time ago since that I was there, but it just, I guess, it was a mixture of the buildings and the... Yeah, were you on that highway? Topography in the back there, like the mountain, kind of recognize it but yeah. yeah don't stop in the middle of nowhere ladies and gentlemen video shows a massive oh this is was one of the top trending stories on all of twitter hmm. uh this is a video of a brawl at a golden corral restaurant that allegedly started because the restaurant ran out of steak well that's a weird headline because actually there's an interview in the video from one of the guys where the whole thing started he just said his steak came out faster than the other guy's steak because he wanted raw steak. Not raw, but uh, rare. Rare. Sorry, rare. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> he wanted raw. Yeah, because he wanted the whole cattle. Yeah. No, he, uh, he wanted a rare steak. And I guess the guy at the table next to him, this is my understanding based on a clip and his interview, the guy next to him ordered a steak before him. When the guy sitting next to him, who was obviously very hungry, saw the steak come out to the other guy first, he started a confrontation mm. and said, hey, man, why is his steak there before? Now, 
The other guy who had the rare steak that came first claims he was wearing a mask. And he claims the mask he was wearing stopped him from being well understood by the other guy who thought he said something he didn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. And, of course, uh, this is what ensued. So you can go ahead and play. Just You have to skip to the middle somewhere quickly to get around the ABC stuff right now. There you go. Lovely. So this is the guy. He has a little bruise, a little bit of uh, oh, yeah. blood on his uh, nose there. Uh, yeah, go right. There you go. You can oh, see. Lord. Look at this guy. He's like, I'm out of there. The guy in front. He's still got his drink, though. He doesn't put the drink down. He's like, I got to keep this. I got a nice tea over here. Uh, go ahead, Jack. <laughs> well, just in the beginning, you see them throwing the chairs. I like this guy. That's my guy in the front right there. You see, he's still got the iced tea. Go ahead. Yes. Well, he just poured it. So. He's like, I'm just getting out of here. Oh, they're using the the chair legs as like a like a little stabbing device. That's right. They're like, yeah, of course. A lot of a what lot you of, do, right? A lot of uh, throwing of chairs, smashing <laughs> of chairs. Uh, Jack shaking his head. He does not approve this, the behavior. I'm in disgust. This is disgusting. Jack, it's a little extreme. Uh, I'm sure everyone's you, hangry. I'm sure know? you've gone so, through. it. I'm sure you've uh, rolled past the chair before. I'm sure you've rolled past the stop sign in the past. Okay, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the next step. It's a slippery slope. All right, you roll through the stop sign. Next thing you know, downward spiral. Yeah. Chairs. Yeah. So you never know. But everybody's fired up, and uh, they claim it's a misunderstanding over steak. Uh, but but people are they're on edge uh, these days. They can be on edge. It'd be nice if uh, this could have been, been chatted out. But here's the the positive. Although I don't know, it depends who you're asking. Nobody was seriously injured. Okay, a couple of bumps, couple of bruises. Uh, Golden Corral says they're looking into it. I guess uh, law enforcement has been made aware, but uh, nobody was catastrophically injured in this brawl. Good. You're happy about that? <laughs> I don't. Did they get their meals? Probably. I don't know. I, I, See, that's the thing. Then everybody's night is ruined. Then the, the night, the Saturday night at the Golden Corral yeah. is ruined because chairs are getting thrown around. And imagine there was kids in there, Jack. Yeah, you can't come back from that. That's no. right. Oh, here's a cool moment. Yeah, Alan Iverson's reaction to seeing a poster of him and Kobe. Uh, the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death happened recently. Uh, obviously, a uh, very uh, iconic figure. Meant a lot to a lot of people including apparently Allen Iverson. He seems to be at some sort of a, an event signing memorabilia. And somebody approaches him with a photograph of himself and Kobe Bryant. And he gets kind of caught off guard. Go ahead and play it. Where you want me to sign this at? Man, you gonna give me one? You got another one for me? I got it over there by Fetterman. Man, I need one of these. So to him. Well, um, where you want it? Up at the top? Why ain't get, um, um, a white joint? Do that. Let me go. I can go grab another one off the table. Can I put something up here for him? Can I put something up here? Yeah. So he goes on he goes on to write something extra and he's like so compelled. 
it's one of these moments that many people have probably experienced where you don't expect to be caught off guard. You're kind of going through the process. I presume he signed like dozens of mm. different things. And then he was, somebody came up with this combo photo of him and Kobe. And then he thought about Kobe and he was just kind of uh, Shaking it, it back. like a little bit shocked. And also he really wanted the photo for himself, but who knows? He probably had a vivid memory of that exact moment. And then he goes on to write something extra after signing it. I'm not sure what he felt uh, compelled to write, but he didn't want to let the photo go. <laughs> he didn't want to just give it to the guy. He goes, he goes, where did you get this? Can I have one of these? He didn't really want to finish. He kind of wanted to stay in the presence of uh, the photo. And it's a couple of things going on. What? Well, come on, man. What are you doing here? You're spoiling the sentimental <laughs> moment, man. It's a, it's one of those things where it's twofold, where there's the recollection and memory of Kobe, but then also the past career of an individual like Allen Iverson, who's uh, uh, like recognizing a moment in his life when he's at his prime. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell what the guy asking for the signature said, but it sounded like he said he was scared of you. Did you hear that part somewhere at the beginning? Maybe you guys really? can interpret this better than me. Just play this part. Right there. Did he say he was scared of you, remember? Oh, Kobe. Yeah. Kobe yeah. was scared of him, yeah. That's what he said, right? Mm -hmm. It's cool, man. Mm -hmm. Anyway, whatever moments caption that photo means something to Allen Iverson, I'm sure he was able to get his own uh, copy of it. And it's just a candid moment, an unusual moment. And uh, people yeah. want to see the Coke video the next time. No, they stop it. <laughs> Come on, there's enough of that on the internet. I don't need to bring you that. I don't need to show you that. We got lots to show you. We've been doing this. We're going to keep doing it. It's an incredible streak that's going on right now. Shout out Willie Do. Shout out everybody in the chat. Shout out Jack. Shout out Casper. Shout out Marissa. Shout out Otis. It's a lot of sleeping dogs. You know what they say about sleeping dogs? Let them lie. You let them lie. That's right. Oh, thanks for the super chats and support, everybody. Everybody in the comments, Jack sees it. He lets me know. Yep. Thank you.